So this is Race Talk School Talk. My name is Dr. Chadrick James Galloway. Race Talk School Talk, of course, a podcast about race and education. Um, and today I have the raspiest voice ever. I am not sick, but allergy season is apparently here and it is taking its uh vengeance out on uh on me and so i really wanted to do this episode uh and i was going back and forth in terms of like should i do it should i not do it should i do it should i not do it i just decided to you know go ahead and try to power through it so if my voice sounds weird if i sound like i got a frog in my throat or you know like a, a baritone or something like that um uh, for the folks that are that are that are with the the, the music um uh, that's the that's the reason why uh something something's going on with the with the with the allergies but um i wanted to i really wanted to get started because things have been popping off in, in education over the past well always popping off in education regarding you know race and whatnot but over the past two weeks one of the big things that has happened here in texas is the takeover of houston ISD, um, Houston Independent School Districts, by uh, the Texas Education Agency, which is deeply problematic, which is heavily racialized. Any school takeovers are heavily racialized um, when you take into the context of where the the takeover might be happening at, um, who is running the agencies that are doing the takeovers, um, who meaning, you know, the, the race of, of, of people involved in, again, the race of folks that are within the school district. Um, and then, uh, you know, pushing, pushing further, understanding how these reforms have historically impacted, um, or these takeovers have historically impacted racially marginalized people and racially marginalized communities. And so there's there's a lot of of, of I, I don't want, I don't want to call it, you know, noise, but you know, I, I don't want to get in too much into the the weeds of, well, you know, this is why they, they you know, the Texas Education Agency decided to take over um, the 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 independent school district of Houston. But there are pieces here that I think are deeply, deeply important that we talk about. Right. So I'm not going to get into, well, this is how many, you know, of the schools had this grade or this is how many of the schools had that grade. Right. Because I don't necessarily think that's important um, personally. Right. For for a number of reasons, I, I think metrics of how we grade schools are are deeply uh, problematic. You know, when you get into the context of you give a school an A or a B or a C or a D or, you know, an F and each institution, um, particularly those that that receive lower grades, are working with starkly, starkly different resources than those that receive higher grades. Right. And although that's heavily racialized and heavily class based, right, like schools are not uh, funded the same. There was a report, a report article um, that came out. I, I want to say uh, EdBuild, which is a you know educational organization, put out some information a couple years ago that that noted that um, that there's a twenty three billion dollar 
uh, funding gap, disparity, difference between institutions in suburbia where white students, white people are are more located than in urban and rural schools uh, with black and brown children. And so, you know, that is a stark, stark number, a stark, stark figure that has to be talked about whenever we are getting into conversations about um, state takeovers and what happens in state takeovers, because we're not going back to the money. We're not going back to the differences that that money allows. And of course, all of that can be done in public education because of tax dollars and how tax dollars are, are routed into these institutions. And if you live in an affluent suburb and you send your child to a a school in an affluent suburb, the tax dollars are going to pay for things very differently than what would be happening in uh, urban and rural spaces. Right. Like that's just a complete, complete fact. Um, and, and that's where a lot of a lot of and I would say most all of this. Um, and equity that is race-based, that is class-based stems in education when we when we really get down to these tax dollars and, again, the differences, the very, very stark differences that resources, that schools are resourced as a result. And so, you know, when we look at what is happening in Houston, there's a number of problems with 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 this school takeover, right? There's a number of, of issues that, that I take with it that I hope other people take with it. Um, and that's why I found it important to kind of hop into this conversation. And so, you know, what's baffling, what's odd to me is that, you know, Houston ISD, uh, well, the Texas Education Agency, you know, noted in like late 2019 that they were going to try to you know take over the the district because of a number of schools that had d and um f grades and and that 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 takeover it was was more so due to uh laws in the legislature that was written co-written by um by by democrats right so democrats and republicans um you know as well but when we're, when we're digging into this case of, well, okay, we, we, there's a number of failing schools in quotes. Anytime the word fail is mentioned, because that's a, that's a, I think that's a, a very loaded, loaded, loaded term. Um, but what's, what's, what's interesting, right. Is, you know, Houston ISD noted or not Houston ISD, Texas education agency noted, well, all these schools are failing you're having all these issues, um, in your, uh, in your school district. Um, and so what's baffling is the, the city of Houston, the, the Houston ISD school district received like a, a B grade, a grade of a B last year. Um, many of the schools that were noted as failing in 2019 and 2020, um, have improved, uh, grades right have noticeably improved their grades um i think the number is somewhere around around like 45 um or, or like close to near 50 of the schools um that that received 
those failing grades were reduced to 10, right? So literally you have 40 schools that improved their marks. That again was the reason why the takeover was supposed to be happening in the first place. And so that's, that's problem. That's a problem, you know, in it, in itself, right? Like we see schools that have made gains off of um, what I would just say is a very jacked up system of trying to grade schools, but they, they made changes. They, they did better and nope, still going to take over the school district. So that's, that's problem number one, right? Or one of, one of the problems. Another issue um, in this in this piece of of kind of talking about, you know, this Houston ISD takeover is what's particularly happening in, you know, we could say the national context. We could say the state context with this push against anti CRT, anti uh, DEI. Um, pushing back against school boards, pushing back, well, school boards pushing back against certain content, um, pushing back against certain people on school t- school boards who are, who may be for, um, who I wouldn't even say maybe for, but who just think that issues of race, issues of history, U.S. history, um, should be taught in, you know, the, 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 the K-12 system, right. And, and that you shouldn't take out the, the stuff on school DSEG and you shouldn't take out the stuff on the racial atrocities that built this nation from the educational system. And so when you get into it, right. Um, you have a very blue, blue, blue city, right? Like it's a, it's a blue, Houston's a blue city. Um, Texas is, is, is red if we're talking about Democrats and Republicans and, um, and Houston is a blue city. And so the school board, which was elected by the community members of, um, of Houston, uh, to my knowledge is, is, uh, majority blue, majority Democrat. Right. And, and I'm not really trying to 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 get into the, the the red versus blue thing that much because I feel like there's faults on both sides by and large, um, particularly within the education system. But what's problematic here is that you have a community that did elect a school board. You have a community, a predominantly black community, with um, predominantly black and brown community that elected a school board. And now the, the the Texas Education Agency can supersede that vote. And they can say, well, I don't care about your school board that you just elected. I don't care to this community, communities of black and brown people. It doesn't matter if this is who you wanted in because now we control everything that happens with the school district. It doesn't matter if uh if if your if your black superintendent um is leading the charge to turn things around doesn't matter if your school board is leading the charge to turn things around we are now in control 
we can now decide as a Texas education agency what happens in this entire district. And so the reason why I say, oh, this is interesting, and other people have kind of tipped this off, too, is that, you know, when you get into um, when you get into the brass tacks of it, it's really I'm really curious to see what's happening or what will happen to the curriculum. What books will be taken out of the schools? What information will be taken out of the schools, which we already know is deeply problematic in Texas, um, given the landscape of how in some texts, I want to say it's like McGraw Hill, how slavery was, you know, is talked about, but the, the different topic for another day. But yeah, so this is it's 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 baffling, right? Like it's baffling. Because. You have a school that made changes or a district that made changes. You have um, record of the changes. You have a blue urban center. And now you're taking choice away from the community. You're taking choice away from the families. And I just think it's fascinating that a group that talks about small government and not having a bunch of takeover and not having, you know, and, and having community led reforms and da 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 is literally deciding that black and brown people within the community of Houston do not have the right to run, control, vote for, democratically elect. Um, and decide what happens within the community that their children are within. And that's deeply problematic. And we've seen it in other places before, right? Like, um, you know, this happened in New Orleans after Katrina. Uh, And of course, when, when in the takeover of New Orleans, the Orleans Parish School Board, um, we saw an influx of charter schools. We saw public schools close. We saw charter schools come in and decimate the public education system of New Orleans. Decimate the public education system of New Orleans. And so when looking at this takeover, that's a a concern that I have. And when we look at how the New Orleans education community was decimated regarding, you know, a predominantly black urban city, the parents weren't given a choice. The children weren't given a choice. There's a fantastic chapter written by um, Dr. Adrian Dixon called Whose Choice? And it, and it kind of details how heinous the acts were of stripping choice away from the New Orleans educational community. And the same playbook is happening here again. Because parents aren't involved here in this process. And you have this agency that's going to start making these decisions. And so, you know, a lot of these takeover concerns or the 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 push for takeover is really centered around one single high school. And I'm not going to name the high school. I don't think that's really, like, important. But um, their latest rating was a C. Their latest rating was a C. And there's still the push to take over 
the school district because of this low, in quotes, uh, grade. And so I can't stress how problematic this is. I, you know, if, if, if I'm walking back through it for people who are kind of, who have questions or deeper questions or want to know more about it, I would just say definitely follow up. It won't be the, 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 the last time that I, uh, cover this issue, but we talk so much about why voting matters. We talk so much about the importance of mobilizing our communities. We, we, and we know that voting in Houston and voting in Texas is very hard, particularly for people of color, particularly in urban centers, right? And so despite the fact that we saw improvements, despite the fact that, um, despite the fact that it appears Houston school, Houston ISD, and their schools are doing better and are getting better and trying to serve students. A community is stripped of choice. A predominantly black community, predominantly black and brown community, is stripped of their choice. Their 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 democratically elected school board will likely no longer exist. And so what does that mean for democracy? What does that mean for people who are even on the fence of voting when a, a, an agency can can come in and supersede their choices? You know, when um, when these takeovers happen, cost cutting usually comes in. Cost cutting means that teachers usually lose jobs. Administrators may lose jobs. A whole bunch of things, you know, will 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 likely happen. And, and we can only speculate um you know uh as as more things will kind of come off in in the coming weeks but you know i'm just i'm concerned about it i'm concerned about it because if 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 any of you are kind of keen or aware of education reform you know that it doesn't always it doesn't ever it hasn't ever it doesn't work reform in the concepts of how it's been used um, particularly in these large urban areas with black and brown kids have been what m many will say are experiment experiments. And so, you know, when I think about a majority black and brown school district and a majority black and brown city who elects black and brown Democrats, again, there's just questions, right? Like there's, there's, there's just questions when, a agency um, with people appointed by a Republican party, Republican-based conservative leadership, uh, whether that be Governor Abbott or any of the other folks within, you know, the on, on, on that side of the party, right? Like, there's questions that, you know, have to be asked.
you know, one piece that bothers me about this takeover is, and, I, and I, any takeover, right? Reformers in general. They're not from the community. They don't know those children. They don't know those families. They don't know those parents. They don't know the day to day. They do not know them. And so I think for me, it's just like, how can you think you're going to do a good job of managing it when you're not from it, when you don't understand it, when you didn't live it, when you're not even from the realities that these parents and these students deal with and live. And, and you know, I don't know personally the, the, the people that are taking over the state, but I'm going to make some assumptions. And I think those assumptions or and I think the, the 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 concept of putting reforms into school systems and districts where one didn't live where one hasn't been around, where, where there's no relationships, where um, there's no similarity that matters. That matters because to me, it just means like you're you're just doing stuff. You're doing stuff based off of some metric that you think is going to work and you have no idea if it's going to work. And you're not, you're not doing those things to your own children. And so at the very least, if someone's going to be a part of those reforms, I would say they at least need to put their kids in those schools, right? To truly see how they're being impacted. But of course, that's not going to happen. And so I'll leave it there. Um, it, of course, it's, it's very frustrating for me. Uh, it's very frustrating to see. It's it's very unfortunate. And I, I hope that the parents and the children of the city of Houston, they, they keep trying, they keep fighting, they keep resisting. And hopefully they will get control back of their of their district in a, a way that is not completely decimated by these reforms that will likely be in place over the next couple months, years, et cetera, et cetera. And so to shift gears really quickly before I close out, there's a, uh, a piece of, a piece of, of joy, uh, that, that I want to sit on and center on. And of course people probably have seen this and heard about it and, and that's all fine and good, but I think it's important to, to, to uplift the story as well. And so there are two young women out of New Orleans, Louisiana, uh, by the name of Kelsey Johnson and Nakia Jackson, that gave a not only gave a presentation at the America, they, this, the America, the American uh, Mathematical Society's uh, annual Southeastern Conference, but. Uh, I mean, they've been everywhere. They've been on ABC News. They, they've been on CBS. They've been on local news, national news. Um, they, they've been everywhere for essentially. Well, actually, y'all don't let me get to, to misrepresenting this story. I'm going to say it the way I understand it. They were doing a, a test, I believe, or an exam. And they had to, they were doing something with the Pythagorean theorem, which has to do with like triangles and and trigonometry and whatnot right and so i'm not a math person i'm not going to claim to be a math person but basically the 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 very non-mathematical side of this story is these two dope black girls um basically solved a problem a math problem a a theoretical problem that 
mathematicians that 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 these crazy smart academics with the PhDs and and the folks who you know have been have been doing some of this work have been trying to solve for 2000 years and these two black girls from New Orleans did it and I just think that's dope I think that's wonderful I want to uplift them uplift their story and, and and hopefully you know things continue to come out of this that are that are only well and only positive and I hope that they are uh I hope they are cherishing the moment I hope they will cherish the moment I hope they revel in the fact that they um won't just be this moment but they will do other dope and amazing things and that yeah, that's 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 pretty much it. Like I, I was really excited to kind of, you know, share it, but I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I'm not a mathematician and I'm not math savvy. I know enough to do what I need to do and that's about it. But um Kelsey Johnson and Nakia Jackson out here solving things that folks have been trying to do for um centuries, millennium, right? Like that's that's crazy. That's dope. And it should be celebrated. So if you aren't familiar with that story, uh please share it. Please Google it. Please Twitter it. Whatever you gotta do. Tweet. Um and just follow, just just check it out. Cause I think it's really dope. I think it's important and I think folks will will really like it. It's a it's a it's a feel good story. And so with with that I think that's that's pretty much it for this 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 two week period. There is some stuff popping off. I know of in New Orleans um, or heard about in New Orleans around some some school closures that are happening. So I'll look into that and see, you know, what potentially is going on there. But of course, and as always, um, feel free to email me at, at race talk school talk at gmail.com again that's race talk school talk at gmail.com if you have experiences you would like to share if there are stories you would like to be covered if there are stories or 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 articles or information that you would like to be talked about please email me um please let me know uh i'm i'm again as i always say this isn't like a monetary thing i ain't paid getting paid to do it it's just for the love of trying to to uplift certain stories to talk about certain issues to to note ways that we are uh when i say we i'm talking about racially marginalized people are dealing with issues of race in education how white supremacy is impacting us harming us and these can be personal stories you can these can be news events um but please whatever you have i would be more than happy to to see to talk about to uplift so many stories do not get national attention i am not a national reporter but hopefully one day something positive will come out from this platform in this space and and that might be uplifting someone's story that needs to be talked about that isn't getting talked about so with that y'all be blessed i'll see y'all well i won't see y'all soon but hopefully y'all will hear from me with a another episode of race talk school talk this is dr chatter james galloway y'all be blessed peace